This is a fourth hand production. Story in the news today. You believe in ghosts and the paranormal? Now, are they are they UFOs or are they like some crazy experimental, you know, governmental? I don't know. Planes that they're building. Police in Española are catching more than just criminals. They're catching images of what they believe are ghosts. There's this weird animal-like creature that was shot, wolf-like creature that just stood out in some odd ways. And welcome to Strange Uncles. I'm Shane. I'm John. I'm Josh. Are you sure today? No. <laughs> I'm the great Republic of California. <laughs> we were just talking about that earlier. And hey. we're the strange uncles. <laughs> Evidently. <laughs> so welcome, everybody. Uh, cool news, actually, a little bit. This recording might sound a little bit different because we are all in the room together for, you know, what, every six weeks or so we try to pull this off? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I got blackout drunk after we did the, the last one together, so I'm not sure when that Yeah, was. that turned into a pretty bad night for me, too. Yeah. yeah, I heard the text. I mean, we, we kept it together for the recording, but afterwards. Yeah, yeah, the recording was fine. Yeah. But it went south quick. Yeah, it went south very quick. <laughs> Once that record button was stopped. <laughs> well, you know, I only get in town every now and again, so, you know, I, know. Yeah, I totally get that. But, uh, yeah, so for the listeners, um, I try to fly back. You know, I've got uh, my company flies me back here once every, what, six weeks. And so hopefully every fifth, sixth episode we're together, and we just happen to be together on this one. And just so happens to be there's news. So, you know, we don't have guests. We don't have anything going on. Um, it's just kind of nice to fucking see you guys more than anything. Yeah. It's so, good to see you as well. Yeah. No, we're all in one piece, one way or another. Well, mm-hmm. you know, give or take, you know, suppose. But um, anyway, I and I was going to say earlier, too, not to be a dead horse, but, man, the weather, not only where I'm from in Washington State, but here, holy shit, has it been a month. Like, if it's not kayaking down main street salt lake it's 113 degrees in spokane like it's just fucking crazy it is crazy i can't wrap my mind around the year and the climate i mean that's just climate change baby it doesn't exist that's what they say it's climate change Mm. and you know that's that's just up in a degree or a degree and a half and and that's that's all it is it gets that's all oh yeah yep it's gonna and it's not gonna get any better anytime soon no i mean we i think you know, I feel like we're so good at starting these episodes on such a down, <laughs> down like. No, all right, everybody. Well, yeah. everything's fucked. Yeah. Uh, Shane, Shane just listening. talks about the weather being not pleasant, and all of a sudden, <laughs> yeah. I go into like hardcore climate doomer mode. Yeah, I'm like an 84 year old. Wow, well, what's the fucking thermostat say today? Yeah, fucking ridiculous. <laughs> we don't mean to be like that, but yeah, it's just been. Fucking I mean crazy. to be like yeah, that. Yeah, it's just it's just hard True. to stay positive sometimes. The, the smoke. The air is just filled with smoke constantly. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, the whole West really is yeah. what it is. Well, and then you got the East, it's fucking flooding like Tennessee the other day. A- anyway, again, not to be negative, however. Uh, yeah, it's We're just, just been, negative uh, people. You're going to have to get used to it. Well, are we, we realists? Are we negative? Let's say that. No, or are we realists. Thank you. Yeah. 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 We'll chalk it up as Yeah, that it's not one. negativity. We'll, this shit's happening. Yeah. If right. you don't like right. it, take your positive your toxic positivity and fuck the entire I way off. I fucking hate toxic positivity, man. You should smile more, John. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just every time. <laughs> it breaks my face. I can't do that. So, 
No, it's cool. It's just great seeing you guys again. Yeah. You know, here for work, um, it's been busy. You know, like I said, for work, I try to jam five days in two and a half days. But you know, one of those days are us. And yes. So, you know, we always want, want to make sure to keep that in into check. Um, and again, this is news. Uh, and I think before news kicks off, I want to. Uh, we've got a good friend in the podcast. We've actually had him on a couple times and love the guy. His name is Tobias Wyland. Wayland, sorry. Uh, Singler for, uh, for Tea and Society. They do a great job, him and his wife both. They're fantastic what they do. Uh, his first book that he did, which was uh, about the Mothman, great. The Lake Michigan Mothman. Had him on, yeah. He did outstanding research on it. And he's got a new one, and it's called Strange Tales of the Impossible. Uh, Tobias Way- Wayland. And it's out. I got it on order. Should get it in through like three, four days, I'm hoping. Yes, so. I need to order it. I meant to order it the other day because I am a Patreon member of Singular 410. But I had to cancel it for a little bit because shit with COVID got weird. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I was like, I know it was what? only 10 bucks. I don't month, understand but, what you're saying. But I re regrouped, got it back, and I was like, oh, I need to order that book. And then I got sidetracked because life is Life is crazy. It does that. I only have <laughs> one day... A week now that I don't have something like going on. Anymore. I was gonna say you got a lot of shit between the puppy and Sunday, the school. And Sunday the, is the only day. Uh, Podcast, school, work. That takes up six. That's days your a week. that's your dream right there. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, well, you know, I get it. No, you know, I'm, yeah. it's good. I mean, you can if you want. No, I'm not, we'll listen. Man, I'm not complaining. Yeah. Man, all right. Well, uh, shut up then. Okay, yeah. we'll move on. It's fine. Um, but anyway, good book. <laughs> we'll get that ordered. Uh, I can't wait to read it. I'm almost finished uh, with another one that that I've got going on. And you know, like I said, he's always he's a great writer, and and both of them are just God. They they, they got the love for the high strangeness. They and, really and do. I, yeah, I, I, it's fantastic. Passionate about it. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Yeah, I'm excited. Lake Michigan Mothman was awesome. It was yeah. great. It was fantastic. And actually, Emily Whalen did our new logo. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, that's, that's right. right. Yep. So, and she did the cover for both. Tobias's books. Mm-hmm. So she's an amazing graphic designer. So if anybody needs any work, um, hit up Emily oh, for sure. Whalen. She's on yeah. all the social platforms. All the, all I, don't, I don't know. I'm off the top of my head, but mm-hmm. you can find her. It's not too hard. Yeah. They're there. I know they uh, moved in a new house, so they got a little bit more space. Nice. So they can kind of spread out. So it's kind of cool. Anyway, you know, enough for that. Uh, it's just kind of cool. Uh, kind of cool seeing somebody for the love, uh, you know, come out with something new. Always, always. Um, that's kind of all I got. Do you guys got anything before we kind of tip off, I guess? Any small talk? Any updates? Um, I was going to say this for Patreon, but I think I'm just going to leave it, na- get it out now. But uh, I just started reading Andy Weir's new book called uh, Project Hail Mary. And it's he is the author of Martian, which I'm sure mm. most of you yep. all know. Yeah. Matt Damon and all that crap. The man uh, who... And I just... Man, I just love his writing for some reason. He's, like, so scientifically accurate. I'm pretty sure. So I've heard. Cause <laughs> from other scientists? Yeah, well, like, I'm like... He, 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 like, busts all these equations out. And I'm like, oh, okay. I don't know what that means, but... Well, he did coin smart. the phrase, I'm going to science the shit out of this. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but his new book, super cool. Just started it. Little shinfo for everybody. Yeah, but, yeah, that's badass. Yeah, he's one of my. I don't normally read fiction. 
So. See, I'm like that too. I'm not a big fiction writer. Every now and again, one grabs me. Yeah, and, um, and he, he is the author that, like, anytime he has a book, I, I yeah, you it. go for yeah. it. Yeah. Well, and you know, we've been trying to get kind of a makeshift book club off the ground with for Patreon and and others too that want to hear it and listen to it. Yeah, you because know, we're always reading. As busy as you are, you still are reading a book. I still try the same thing. Yeah, I still try and squeeze know. out a few minutes to yeah get a couple yeah. chapters in. Yeah, I still Trickster and the Paranormal is on my waiting list. I just have not got to it yet. It's going to take you a minute. It. Yeah, it's gonna take a minute. Yeah, I looked at your uh, cliff notes inside the book, and so that's a little yeah. Good luck reading it. That's a little disturbing. <laughs> I'm like, God damn it, he really dived into this shit. So I gotta get that figured out. Well, but, yeah, uh, I mean, uh, I scribble in the margins and argue with the authors when I'm reading books, and um, it's really funny. You actually do. It sounds like you're arguing with the book itself, and I'm like, I don't know who he was talking to. Yeah, I, I usually am a little bit intoxicated on one <laughs> substance or another <laughs> when I'm reading that right, stuff, right. and uh, so I get a little. Uh, Get a little weird. Yeah, you know, another wrong you know. We all need some, especially in this uh, nature, for sure. So. But I also get, like, excited if they start talking about something that I know about from something else. And, like, instead of just being like, right, I've right. heard this before, I'm like, oh, my God, it's like this. Oh, fuck. Right. Make a a big deal about a, it. A big margins. hubbub going on. Yeah, for sure. Well, and later on, I think we're going to cover a couple, I guess, recommendations. You've got one we can cover later on. Um, a show that I think is good. I stumble on a movie I really, really want to see. It's highly, highly rated on Netflix, and I'm really excited about it. We can cover that. Um, but I, I think, I don't know, you want to go into the yeah, news and just kind of yeah, roll let's it? let's get into it. Uh, so here's something that I found, actually, about a week and a half ago. It's not new news, but it's kind of going around the, the foothold, per se. Uh, and it is a Bigfoot sighting in Michigan. Mm. I don't know if you guys actually heard about this. And the video is crazy. So I sent you guys a link on that. It says, uh, <laughs> it's funny, it's a start in this whole thing. This is actually from, do, do, do. this is from Douglas Charles, um, writing for Bro Bible. He says, while lawmakers in Oklahoma are upping the ante, trying to offer $3 million for the live capture of Bigfoot, Sasquatch himself is busy. He was spotted roaming the woods and, and in around the Cass River in Michigan. So evidently somebody caught a video of a Bigfoot crossing the river. And I don't know if you guys seen this or not, but it is kind of interesting. I've watched it a couple times over. There's been bits and pieces of, oh, it's not a Bigfoot. That's, you know, a bear walking on site. You know, all the common bullshit that they say about it. Uh, but this is actually a quote. So according to this person, quote, my cousin was kayaking on the Cass River here in Michigan when he took this picture. Not sure what it was, but I have sent it to a few people to see what they say. Some say it's Bigfoot carrying a baby Bigfoot. Others say it's Bigfoot carrying a deer. We will be the judge of that. So the Rocky Mountain Sasquatch Organization, uh, RSMO for short, investigator Kyle Shaw was one of the people to closely inspect the photo and video, magnifying it and slowly uh, looking at the footage, slowing it down for a better look and a clearer look. Uh, his take on whether the video is real or not? You guys want to hear this? No. Yeah, not really, right? Well, he says, quote, I'm on the fence. I'm not saying this is Bigfoot, and I'm not saying it isn't, says Shaw. This is obviously shot with a cell phone at da-da-da resolution, whatever frames per second. It isn't the greatest footage. It's all we have to go off, so, you know, you be the judge of what you think it is. Um, there's been other reports in Michigan that are similar in that area uh, from the last, like, two years. This one just happens to be one of the newest ones, basically. Uh, they're saying the infant's head is behind the mother or the father, whatever it is, and it must be lying on the left shoulder as it hunches its way down through the river. So, I don't know. You guys look at that. What do you, what are you thinking there? Um, 
And folks, for anybody that wants to look at it, you just type in uh, Michigan Sasquatch carrying infant Bigfoot on YouTube, and then it'll pop right up. Yeah, so... It, it's iffy. It looks like it's carrying something, whatever that it is. Right. Is hard, you know, hard to say, especially like from just, I'm looking at it from my cell phone, taken from like just a... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, whatever cell phone like and I mean shadows are deceiving and you know it's like part of it looks like it's definitely looks like something's being carried yeah you got the yeah exactly um, you got the ripples and, in the water you got, I mean this you is know. just always classic Bigfoot yeah you know? exactly. it's just always classic UFO footage it's always shaky or it's always too far away you yep. can never quite right. tell I think yeah. it looks it looks like a real photo but the Bigfoot looks like it is just right on the cusp of looking like it might be a real creature or someone in a suit. I mean the the yeah the I mean the the footage is real. Like yeah oh no the footage is real but it, it's not but what, what it's what is the footage right. what is in the footage right. And again, I'm not trying to poo-poo it. I, as much as anybody wants to believe in Bigfoot, uh, so much. Oh my God, I would love to just get a hand job from one. I swear to God, but I can't. These things come out, and and I, these people, they don't have a decent phone. They are the flip phone. I, I just don't. It's it's just such a conundrum on how things. Are you know what I want to know. So, you know. You know what I want to know actually, because I it keeps like showing it slower and slower. What I want to know is how deep the water is there. Good How question. deep is the water right there where it's walking through? Because right. the water is waist high. Right. So So if it's if like typical water, Bigfoot height of like seven, eight feet. I mean, you know. wouldn't isn't, you know, technically a Bigfoot like this creature that no one knows, like, isn't it, you know, supposed to be seven or eight feet? Usually, yeah. yeah. Right, usually. So minimum. If this is a Bigfoot or whatever, like and if it's that water's going up to its waist, but if it's a regular human and the water's only like four feet tall or something, yeah, or the depth yeah, of exactly. The water's four feet tall. Um, that's kind of what I was just thinking watching this. I'm like, wait, well, it's going up to its waist, so how deep is the water right there? Well, I'll tell you what, honestly, that's a very good question. Um, I don't have a lot on that story. Then you know, check it out again. You can just type in, uh, you know, Bigfoot in Michigan. It'll it'll pop up. Uh, I will look this up real quick. If John, you want to run into the story, we got any more yeah. banter? And actually, because I'm curious, it, it looks like it's under his butt too. When it's so, I'm watching the zoom and crop. It, it does, yeah. So exactly. it's a little under his butt, which all right. So if he farted, there'd be bubbles, <laughs> as as one does. That's how I tell how up. deep water is. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. Well, let's see. So the Cass River, Michigan, uh, it is a 61.5-mile-long river, uh, state of Michigan. Da-da-da. It flows the uh, Shiawassee River and National Refuge. I'm not seeing it yet, but I will find it. I mean, that. It's, see what it, I even if that's you a good question. find it on question. the internet, it's not going to be the same depth everywhere. And it's, it's not, but yeah, if it has maximum the minimum, at least all the time, it yeah, kind of gives you an idea, yeah. you know, because it looks like it's kind of a, of a, of a lull spot. Like it's, it's a clearing, it's a calm mm-hmm. area. So, but that, that's a really good question. Like in reference to, well, you know, and if somebody's offering you $3 million, of course you're going to mm-hmm. try your hardest to uh-huh. like, well, that's what Oklahoma's doing. This is a Michigan. Oklahoma. I'm surprised. Of course, that's all a fucking cash grab. I mean, Jesus, really? You know, they're, they're going to put it on the, the 
oh, you can get a hunter's permit for Sasquatch. I'll go buy a fucking hunter's permit that says I can kill a Sasquatch and pay five hundred dollars for it. Just yeah, to and have I will dress my enemies as a Sasquatch. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> bing, bing, boom! All legal, bitch. We go to the woods to do work. <laughs> Don't you mind? We're on our way. <laughs> so anyway, I just thought it was kind of cool. It's been kicking around for a while, but um, interesting nonetheless. Yeah, you know? I feel like you shared this with us a while ago. Yeah. I think uh, we chat I did. You did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like I don't think we talked about it on the show, but... Uh, right. I hope not, because when you were bringing this up, I'm like, did we talk about this? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, because no. I've definitely seen this. No, I remember yeah, yeah. looking at that laying in bed on like a Saturday mm. afternoon, <laughs> being yeah. lazy as fuck, and like, this is stupid, covered in and chips. That's, yeah, that's usually what we... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's usually what we said shit back and forth. So, anyway. Um... So I believe our last news episode, we just covered the UAP report. Yeah. UAPTF report, yep. right? That was Absolutely. the last one. Yeah. And yeah. we pretty much went through it pretty, pretty, much, line pretty by line. much line by line. Like, I think there was a couple lines we left out, but like, I, I think we did it like 98%. We did justice, I think. So there is a former intelligence anal- analyst uh, in the Marine Corps. His name's uh, Bob Pliskin, and he wrote a fairly long article about um, the key term everyone overlooked in the UAPTF report. Hmm. And he says that term is signature management. So he says that, uh, you know, and in... Was it overlooked because no one knows what the fuck it means? (laughs) Right. That's exactly what he's saying. He says he believes there's a disconnect between unidentified aerial phenomena, UAP researchers, and the intelligence community I see due to misunderstanding of how the intelligence community works and what its mission actually is. There are lofty expectations and assumptions being made about the USIC, which are not grounded in truth. He kind of goes on and on, but so... Interesting. The UAPTF report, a little snippet, and I'm not going to go over it because we already did, but the UAPTF holds a small amount of data that appear to show UAP demonstrating acceleration or a degree of signature management. And what is, so what is signature management? Like, what? What what does that mean? Are you quizzing us? No, this, yeah, this is a rhetorical question. <laughs> I didn't approach this at all. You guys have failed, you <laughs> fucking idiots. You don't even know a signature man. Jesus. Damn it, now I'm I expelled. I knew the wife said I needed homework. God damn it. <laughs> so when used in military or defense context, a signature, quote unquote, would be any manner of identification that can be detected by an adversary. Okay. So examples would be considered a signature would be a radar cross-section, active or passive signals emitted, infrared emissions, or even distinctions that can be seen visually, meaning an identification can be made. So you can somehow make an identification through one form or another. Yeah, if there's a flag on the wing, you know what country it's from. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Okay. Okay. So signature management would be a term used to indicate an active attempt to avoid or prevent detection. So the terms used in the UAPTF report implies observed behaviors of UAP that show awareness of self and measures being taken to avoid detection. An acceleration could be suggestive that UAP are adapting to current or developed methods of detection. Hmm. So, and this is um, quite a long article that uh, <clears throat> I would suggest everybody read. It's on the jolt.net. Um, and it's by Bob Pliskin. He's a former intelligence na- analyst. Um, and it's pretty interesting. Like Kevin Day, he, he, I mean, we should all know who Kevin Day is mm-hmm. by now. Um, he is quoted as saying they acted as if they wanted nothing at all to do with us. So it's like they're looking at them 
they've tracked them, they've got them on radar, and they are trying to signature management. They're trying to oh, right. so they're they're like, they're oh, trying to manage their signatures. We've yeah, yeah. been so, seen. So they literally yeah. turn off the, the tables a little bit. Like this is another perspective to look through. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. So huh. it's like kind of like we have established that UAPs are actual objects, mm-hmm. right? They're mm-hmm. not some light refraction mm-hmm. or something like that. A weather so, balloon. Yeah. We've determined that Small they're actually guess. objects <laughs> right. and they are actively causing acts of war by trying to jam radars. And they're aware that they're being tracked and they're trying to evade. Um, yeah, they're acting like a stealth craft, basically. Yeah, 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 exactly. So it's pretty interesting. So um, Is it bad when you say that? I picture cone heads in the very beginning. <laughs> when they're trying to dodge the Air Force radar. I was, I was thinking. I feel like... <laughs> Away. Yeah, it's just me. Anyway. I was I was thinking of space balls when they jammed the radar. Okay, well, so I'm not the only one. Think All it's right. boysenberry, sir. <laughs> but that's interesting. That's a new way to look at it. You know, you think of it from that viewpoint. Well, yeah. it makes it it makes it yeah. so if they're trying to avoid detection, it makes it seem that much more plausible that there's some type of intelligence behind these right. vehicles and right. less easily Even explained more. away by natural phenomena such as yes. birds. Yeah, that, that shuts the door on that quite a bit. Yeah. 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 Huh. Um, so I think that's pretty interesting. I mean, if, you know, everybody should read the article. I'm not going to read the whole thing to you because, you know, it's just yeah. long. And Come on, dude, like, I need a nap. That's like just basically the gist of it. <laughs> well, you know, honestly, when we, so when we did that, and by, by the way, that was your idea, John. That was a great idea. You know, like, hey, let's pick this apart. Let's look at what that's, you know, granted it wasn't very many pages, but what, it was. I people. I don't know what they expected. Five hundred pages of what? I know? sure did. I, I was think thinking was it was going to be the you know? fucking Warren Commission, but, or like something. an encyclopedia <laughs> of Britannica flat down on the table. But you know, we we covered it. We we pulled that apart. I and we talked about this. I if I remember right. I mean, it's not going to go away. There's going to be things that are going to stem. People are going to keep analyzing it. They're going to keep kind of looking at it, talking about it. You know, there's things still happening on the House and in the Capitol where they're they're not letting it go. You know, amongst everything else going on, it's still a prevalent thing. And so, I don't know, I'm kind of excited to see what, uh, oh, what yeah. comes Oh, yeah, I mean, it. this is, that was the initial report or whatever it was called. Like, we've got more coming. And yeah. that's also mm-hmm. my next story, so I don't want to yeah. oh, well, you know, you know, blow, your, blow, blow your my cover. Load, yeah, don't get uh, overly torqued, line. bud. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm saying medium torque for now. All right, well, I'm right across from you, so... Uh, yeah, keep it, keep it. Down. You're in the splash zone, buddy. Yep, I am. I am. <laughs> You're in the danger zone. How'd you get pink eye in Salt Lake? I don't want to talk about. Oh, kind of straight Goldilocks zone. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, I'm, I'm going to impregnate you. Uh, uh, Jesus, I, I don't know. Oh, I don't have a comeback. Sorry, Josephina, uh, I'm impregnating your husband. Uh, well, you know, I've got abducted. I, I'm going to say that's the story. <laughs> so, <laughs> what do you got, Josh? Oh, just you know dystopia artificial intelligence police state you know classic my favorite Josh. fun stuff classic classic, classic bring him to the party every yeah time. i'm surprised i don't hear i bet you're great at parties more often actually <laughs> uh, i bet you're great at parties i am actually you are great at parties thank you i appreciate yeah. I've, that i've uh, been to a handful of parties with I'm, you. I'm more fun there than here, I think. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so this is from uh, thenextweb.com, whatever the fuck. 
um, under a column uh, or a space on their site that's uh, neutral. It's called Neural. It's a human-centric AI news and analysis. And this headline, when I came across it, really just grabbed my attention. It says, lying, corrupt, anti-American cops are running amok with AI. So, oh, you know, of course I'm going to read that. Here we go, oh, yeah. <laughs> but basically, um, hundreds of thousands of law enforcement agents in the U.S. have the authority to use black box AI to conduct unethical surveillance, generate evidence, and circumvent our Fourth Amendment protections. And there's little reason to believe anyone's going to do anything about it. <sighs> Fun stuff. Yep. Fun the problem stuff. is that black box AI systems are a goldmine for startups, big tech, and politicians. And since the general public is ignorant about what they are or how they're being used. Law enforcement agencies have carte blanche to do whatever they want. So let's start with the individual officers. Any cop, regardless of affiliation or status, has access to dozens, if not hundreds, of third-party AI systems. And when I mention an AI system, you may be imagining a server with a bunch of blinking lights or a well-dressed civilian leaning over a console with half a dozen monitors. But I'm talking about an Android or iPhone app that officers and agents can use with the, without their supervisors even knowing. A cop installs software from the company such as Clearview AI on their personal smartphone. This allows them to take a picture of anyone and surface their identity. The cops then run their identity through an app from a company such as Palantir, which surfaces a cornucopia of information on the individual. So basically, without a warrant, Officer Friendly now has access to your phone, to your phone carrier, ISP, and email records. They have access to your medical and mental health records, military service history, courts, legal records, you know, basically stuff that they should have to get a warrant and prove probable cause for this. What website is this? Because I feel like you need a warrant for all this stuff. It sounds like it, doesn't it? Uh, This website is called The Next Web, and you do, but this is a workaround that law enforcement has had, and it's a real thing. It's uh, like John Oliver was talking about it a couple weeks ago. Like, it's a real thing. Yeah. John Oliver. TheNextWeb.com. Or something next week tonight. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, TheNextWeb.com. Um, That's some scary shit. Yeah. So, uh, best of all, <laughs> at least for the corrupt cops, this is definitely a biased article, by the way. Um, for the corrupt, <laughs> you don't say. Don't figure. <laughs> <laughs> for the corrupt cops huh. using these systems unethically, there's absolutely no oversight whatsoever. Cops are often offered these systems directly from the vendors as trials so they can try them before they decide whether to ask their departments to adopt them at scale. The reason officers use these systems is because they make their jobs much easier. They allow a police officer to skip the warrant process and act as a judge themselves. Um, so Jesus, basically, like dread. this judge goes judge. on to talk about how... Uh, okay, so Vice News reports that police instructed ShotSpotter, which is another one of these... Uh, software companies that uh, I believe it's in Minneapolis, but I could be wrong about that, but, uh, or sorry, it's Chicago, but it's an AI system purported to detect gunshots. Um, According to the company, it can detect gunshots in large areas with up to 95% accuracy, but in court, they claim that's just a marketing guarantee and that background (laughs) noise can affect the accuracy of any reading. (laughs) Hmm. Marketing. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Vice reports that police instructed ShotSpotter employees to alter evidence to make it appear as though the system detected gunshots. It didn't in several cases. 
In one, the police had an employee change the location of a detection to reflect the location of a crime, and in another, they had an employee change the designation fireworks to gunshot in order to facilitate an arrest. So, uh, you know, I don't know. Fun stuff. We're heading. Stuff. We're heading into a. a, a a really fucking sketchy situation and and everybody needs to like understand that the police are not your friends and uh they don't have your interests in heart their purpose is not to protect and serve their purpose is to protect property protection of property so uh like just be careful you know you said i was a downer john in the very beginning of this thing that's unfair this is well, useful life information, weather. Shane. Yep. You bring up the weather. Josh brings up the police. Oh, state. True. Yeah, yeah. Both we are very valid. Both are very uh, real. Yeah, but it doesn't change the fact that it's fucking bummer of a topic. Yeah, yeah. but uh, what what I got out of this was like everyone needs to be more engaged at their local level, at their local community, and like you can pressure your Absolutely. your uh, mayors and your city officials to not let the police department use this shit. You know, because yeah, yeah. local police departments don't need tanks. They also no. don't well, need crazy uh, thank I, you. AI. No, and, 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 and that's, yeah, we were talking off mic about this, but this is all just basically consolidating power because the climate disaster on the horizon is going to make shit real weird, and it's just people in power getting ready to protect themselves. Agreed. So agreed. And and you know, you had a point on like tanks and shit like that. You know, there was a reason that happened. Basically surplus bullshit. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'll give it to the fucking police force. Da, da, da. Yeah, you're militarizing I, the you, police. Right. Force. That's exactly yep. what you're doing. That was wrong from fucking day one. You have a guy Officer show up friendly, in your fucking yeah. flak jacket and a fucking no, Officer Friendly doesn't door. need a fucking AR fifteen. No. No. So in in Logan, Utah, um pretty much all of the this I heard this on NPR a couple years ago, so this information might be out of date. But I went to school up there. So anyway, um, their police force is pretty small. So most of the officers are cross-trained as SWAT. And they got to the point where they were sending the fucking SWAT team in to break up college parties. Yeah. Yeah. How'd you like that drew on your fucking buzz? Get the fuck <laughs> down! <laughs> and like, yeah, like... Most people feel a lot tougher when they're wearing a fucking armor plating and carrying a fucking. I mean, I definitely would. They yeah, are, and like they're not thinking about behind me, right? And, and they're not thinking about these are just dumb twenty-year-old idiots right. like fucking. Right. Tell whoever called in the noise complaint to fucking turn up their TV and shut up. I remember playing Logan actually, and somebody was saying that they have the highest uh, police force per capita for the size of Logan. Because I remember Logan that, is that, that highway going into uh, the canyon, like out yeah, of Logan, yeah. mm-hmm. and you have to go through the canyon to get to I-15. Yeah, Sardine. There were always at least a few people pulled over. Yeah, that's... that's all the way down. Like, so that's a separate municipality. That's Manaway, and they bring in almost all their municipal income from that speed trap. From that, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sure oh. they do. Anytime, yeah. I, anytime I drive down that canyon, I'm like, exactly whatever mm-hmm. the speed limit is. And you know what? I'm probably dating myself, but whatever happened to the good old days when I was in fucking high school partying and the local sheriff pulled up and just said, all right, pour your fucking beers out, go home. It's because you guys were in fucking you know? covered wagons, so it didn't really matter. <laughs> You're such an ass. I mean, on the Oregon Trail, what's the local sheriff got to do? He's con- got to yeah, contend with bandits head. and fucking... <laughs> if you bring up dysentery, I fucking swear to God, man. Shane has died from dysentery on the Oregon Trail. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. It was one of those things, you know. It's not like that. It's just no, fucking it's definitely sad. not. What like was it? What was it like shit. right after the Civil War? You know what? 
fuck both of you. Man, I'm, 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 I'm turning this Salt Lake City around and I'm going home. I'm done. <laughs> but uh, honestly, that's shitty. I mean, yeah. that is shitty. That we're reaching a new fucking epoch of, I, I don't know where to go from here. It's well, scary, but you know, you know that's... Well, that's why hopefully we live in somewhat of a democracy and we can hold people accountable and like we can pressure our local representatives to represent Um, us. We can do that. Um, Wink, wink. And we should do that. But also like everyone needs to start thinking about community defense because at some point they're going to turn on you because you're a lot closer to being homeless than you are to being a fucking rich person. Yeah, I mean, that's very Uh, true. Yeah, that's true. Well... Well, hey, on that note, let's shame. take a break. <laughs> <laughs> and after these messages, we'll be right yeah. back. And I promise we'll be a little, little smiler. We'll yeah, I have break. no more police state stories. Okay, well, noted. Cool. All right. Well, yes, stand for, by, everybody. For this week. For this we week. Will, we, we, <laughs> stand by for yeah, next time. We're going to talk about super soldiers in a minute, though, so that's going to be cool. <laughs> stand by for a break. Thanks, everybody. Believe in UFOs? Felt that chill up your spine that you just can't explain? Contemplate the other side of reality? Do you shake your head at the world that seems to have lost its common sense? Well, look no further than Strange Uncles. Find them on all podcast platforms and call their hotline to tell your side of reality at 801-252-6945. Open the gates. All right, and we are back. Again, news. Um, thank you, Josh, by the way, for that uh, glorious happiness that you... <laughs> hey, unlike... You sad, sad piece of shit. <laughs> unlike Johnny Law, I am here to serve and protect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is kind of a fun one, and I read through this briefly. And, you know, I want so much to know that this is true, but I don't know. So the report is a purported retired intelligence official claims she knows location of an alien base. Mm. Uh, again, this is by Douglas Charles. Okay, I'm aroused. And yeah, a little bit. And yeah, when you hear about that, because we talked to Lynn Buchanan. I was just about to say, remember what Lynn Buchanan said? Mm-hmm. Did she say it's in Australia? Uh, I don't. Well, let's read. We'll he did say there. there were five around the world, though. Oh, that's true. Was it four or five? I can't remember. Was it five? Let's just Give say five. tomato, tomato. Right Even there. if there's fucking one. Hey, I, I Shane, two plus two equals five or so, four, whatever, yeah, right. yeah. whichever I remember it it's being. It's at Montana Same Education. Um, recently, a Harvard astrophysicist said we will need advanced artificial intelligence to be able to speak with aliens. But what if they are already here? So a woman named Angela Schultz, uh, knee Angela Lynn Johnston, a.k.a. Angela, I swear to God there's three names there, uh, who claims to be a retired defense intelligence officer, says she has firsthand knowledge of the location of an alien base in a mountain in the Mojave Desert. So, okay. kind of interesting. interesting. Uh, now, as every UFO and alien Sulith knows, aliens have been building their bases in uh, two main places on Earth. Number one, underwater, which we've been hearing a lot of the underwater, you know, UFA, unidentified things. Oh, yeah. And then inside the mountains, which, you know, volcanoes, things like that. I've seen different clips of it. Um, especially active volcanoes, like we mentioned. Uh, what makes this alleged retired defense intelligence official a little different, or one of the things, is the fact that she also claims she has actually met with the aliens at the base in the Mojave Desert. So, Intrigued. perhaps we don't need advanced artificial intelligence to communicate with aliens? Why doesn't she just drop the coordinates? I'm not sure. I don't see coordinates on this news article either. I just um, don't believe her. 
Yeah. Flat out. She says, uh, well, <laughs> I was a semi. Uh, well, no, I can go on, go on, continue. continue. So uh, during the press conference, Schultz said she was taken through tunnels of the alien base where she met two aliens of different mm. races who, she reports, communicated with her through her consciousness, which mm. we've heard that before as well. Uh, she went on to say that the aliens were aware of her conducting the press conference, approved of it, and that they are peaceful creatures. Mm. Quote, we have an ongoing communication and I look forward to all of you developing one, Schultz revealed. The description from the video of her press conference added, uh, she also announced she will lead a scientific and unbiased team of scientists, well-known investigative reporter, journalist, a well-known documentarian, and an astronaut to the higher being space inside a mountain in the Mojave Desert later this year. They will then provide their data to the public to help analyze what they find. Well, what they found hmm. is apparently some higher intelligence, so why don't they just... Why do they got to be stuck in a mountain in the Mojave Desert? Why can't they I, I, I don't just understand that come either. out to right. local access television? You know what this yeah, smells like to me? Honestly. It smells like Lemurians. Just come out to KBYU or something. Maybe yeah. it's Lemurians. Lemurians. I mean, yeah. really. That, that's what I'm going to go with. It's just like, one. you know, God, I want to believe all this. And it's so yes, fun. I know. Like, but it's no. like... That doesn't make any sense. Well, and here's the thing too, and I didn't, and it's yeah. my fault. I didn't look up her name because she's got three of them. But I'm. It says a proposed official. I'm kind of Exa- curious. Yeah, so and it's like, oh yeah. Let me highlight this. Maybe it's some says. prime directive shit. What's what's her name? Angelia Schultz is going to be the one I'm going to go with. I'm going to copy that now. I'm going to look this up. Um, I'm always interested in these stories. Always interested in somebody. You know, again, you go back to like Bob Lazar and other ones that you know claim the same thing. I, you know, I get it, but at the same time, damn, you're so vague with it. I, I just don't. This is the thing, the vagueness. Like, okay, so you're obviously coming out mm-hmm. and you want people to know this stuff, but like you're being so vague that like. Yep. That's. It's like you want to be a real whistleblower. You want to be an Edward Snowden, like be like, it's at this lat this long in the Mojave Desert. Right. It's fucking there. I literally talked to these beings. Mm-hmm. It's the most insane thing I've ever done. Like, well, she does actually. So she pops up in a couple uh, little readings here too. She actually is in uh, another acts all over. Soft closure of higher beings at the Capitol. Uh, she gave her announcement at Lincoln Memorial in Washington D.C. on August seventeenth. Um, she's very adamant that this actually is a thing, and she explains her legal name. Uh, born in Arkansas, she grew up in Florida as Angie in 1992. Joined the U.S. Air Force, stationed at Ellsworth Air Force Base, South Dakota, uh, and then she was recruited to Defense Intelligence in Washington D.C. Well, I, I, I have you a, know I have a LinkedIn for Angela Schultz, Global Strike Capabilities Analyst, Air Delivered Capabilities Branch, United States. That matches up. Yeah, I mean, okay, um, you know what? I, again, we we. We do this, and, and as much so much as we want to believe this, the, the, I, I maybe it's just how they go about doing it. Yeah, is my like, damn it, really? If this is a thing, this is fucking mind blowing. If this is what you found, so uh, so the find of the century. I wonder what's you know, uh, if it's like uh, say to devil's advocate this for a second. Say it's um. Like they have some sort of prime directive type thing where because we don't have, as far as we know, like any kind of like warp or high speed space travel technology, right? Um, they're not really allowed to fully reveal themselves to 
the global population, but they're allowed to maybe like talk to the individuals, to governments and stuff. Bit. I've heard that same theory, but you know, also, I mean, if you're going to be a should, whistleblower, be a whistleblower. Well, that too, well, but like on the aliens way, part, like why don't they just don't look really at our political system and go, this shit's fucked up. Let's, show everyone we're here and yeah but i mean there's whatever she's happens, not a happens you know? because where's the proof well so this is interesting she says um yeah i mean couple of the mouth of she says nicely excavated tunnel uh, a gray terrestrial she says neither organic nor drone a tall stunning bean with radiant alabaster skin and white hair and a tall bean resembling a praying mantis or lavender skin oh so she I hit mean, the that's trifecta not, that's not proof at all it's just her it's explaining not some it's shit just, that right. isn't ever, Pick up a book of like other alien civilizations. Like this is, I'm I'm trying to see like how did she get like how did she get there? How did she get? You know, how did she find out that it was there? There's no. Well, I assume from work. I, yeah, I guess. Unless she's like claiming to have remote viewed it and then went there or something. There are some nuclear, um, not nuclear bases, but there are some nuclear holdouts like uh, nuclear waste uh, mm -hmm. near the Mojave Desert. I know that. Uh, didn't they have like a weird, um, little inland lake naval base there? I think so. I think so. Yeah. I mean, there's like DOD stuff out there too, but, um. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't, I'm, I'm just saying like, I just call bullshit because the burden of proof is in her court and she, she hasn't proved right. anything. Right. Agreed. Well, Agreed. this might be a little Stories tan are fun. tangential, but like, what do you guys think? Like... The more people that talk about like the Greys and the Nordics and the uh, reptilians and mantis the people more and everything, feed it into your head so it's not so. Do you do you think that lends credibility? Like, oh, these are real things that every that all these people are seeing, or do you think that they're all just like reading the books and making shit up? So I'll go first. Can I? Sure. No, I'm on the fence. I'm. Oh, I take that back. I'm sixty forty. So you can look at on one perspective and say. They're taking it from the same bullshit that's always gone around since, what, the 50s when the first guy that, you know, did the talls and the grays said that they encountered and they're just spilling the same story over and over again. And or your value point is they're out there and they exist and they're seeing them and they haven't changed. So I honestly, I, I, it can go both ways. What do you think, Juan? <laughs> It's hard for me to believe it. It's tough. I don't necessarily, I don't not believe alien abduction. I don't not believe all this stuff, like all, a lot of these witnesses or whatever. But I don't know. Like, See, but that's what's fascinating about you. And I always meant to have this conversation with you because you do believe in that. You believe in alien abduction. We've talked about it. You've, you know. But yet, you can't. You're detached like, from this other thing. Does that make like, sense? I feel like I believe in the possibility of all of this, but like, I'm. I don't want to like jump into this and be like, mm -hmm. oh yeah, this. Oh, if you talk to John, he's all about this and this and this and this. Like, oh yeah, have you heard about the yeah, reptilians? Have you heard it. about the praying mantis people? <laughs> aliens, like, aliens. That is a real thing. It's Fuck like, that guy. I don't aliens. know. It's a real thing. I think yeah. it's. I think it's a fun thing to think about, and I think it's a fun thing to ponder. And I do believe that there is alien life, and I possibly believe that it, it may be visiting us. There's some type of intelligence operating these vehicles, I believe. But like, agreed to have some man like pray mantis. I'm like, oh, I'm the pray mantis <laughs> man. Like, 
Wear your pants. Come on. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, there's... There's a weird line in the sand that I draw of like, eh, so like, can I tell a quick story? I'm with you with that. There was a guy that used to work at our company. He was our IT guy, our infrastructure, right, tech stuff like that. And I was talking one day. I found out he's from Salt Lake City. Found out he loves weird shit too. And so we started talking back and forth. And I said, yeah, you know, we're gonna. We checked out Dugway last weekend. You know, I heard about Skinwalker, and and his eyes just got. He, he's like, oh yeah. He says, you know. Have you been to New Mexico, Dulce Base? And I said, yeah, I heard about the underground base. And then he went, oh, and on the 30th level, that's where the Greys live. And he just out bat shitted me right there. Like that line you're talking yeah. about is <laughs> right Yeah, and it's there. like, how do you know <laughs> that on the, th- how do you even know there's a yeah. base there yeah. to be like. Right. And it's like, I'm, I don't want to ever slip into the line of David Icke or Alex mm-hmm. Jones. It's so a fine it's line. Like, yeah. So right. it's like. Yeah, I, I believe there's some type of intelligence operating these craft, Whatever. these UAPs, yep. these UFOs. But, like, do I believe that this fucking lady, even though we found her, if, if this is the lady on LinkedIn and, you know, her stuff looks pretty good. But, like, do I believe she's found some underground tunnel in the Mojave Desert and everything? I mean, no, I, that's ridiculous. I, I, I'm, I'm with yeah. you. It's ridiculous. Because if you. somebody found that, if somebody stumbled upon this thing and then came out with it, like, either A, they just silence you, I suppose, and and this story would <sighs> yeah. never get out. Yeah. I, but, like, yeah. there, you would... So say this is real. You would have to be vetted so hard to be like, you will never tell, say anything about this. I don't know. We're, we're going to bring a death row. I don't know. I guess that comes with the Bob Lazar thing, too. It's like, well, mm-hmm. I said I came out with it, so I wouldn't. Yeah, that like, was my life insurance yeah, policy. My life insurance. But with <clears throat> her, it's like, I don't know. And that's why. She's not so, describing. You know. She's not. Dis- okay. She's not describing anything unique to me. Like, to me, a unique thing would be like Agreed. these prey mantis people actually had these weird, like, some type of but would like that would that make intricate. it? I don't know more don't believable know. or less no, believable, it right? Would, it would make it less believable. I mean, so if she said, "Hey, they they love Days of Our Lives for some reason." I go, "Oh, that's a fucking neat little tidbit." Yeah. See, so. I don't know. I'm I'm just conflicted. Like, I just don't believe her because, like, prove it. Take a sneaky snapshot. Take like just prove yeah. it. Yeah. So I like I go back and forth because to quote. uh the Hulk from Avengers uh, Endgame. It's either it's all a joke or none of it is, right? Like, it's... True. It's tough because I, I think there are a lot of people that make a lot of shit up and base it off what they've, like, heard in the lore and the literature and yeah, stuff, yeah. you know what I mean? And they're looking for a quick buck or 15 minutes of fame or they're just fucking weird and they just want the attention. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want that kind of attention unless I, like, knew some real shit because... Yeah, some people just that, want attention but, no matter if it's positive right. or what it is. Right. But, but the consistency of it does give me a little bit of pause of, like, well, fuck, maybe... Maybe they all say they're saying that seeing the same thing because... They that's, are that's seeing the I'm same at. thing. Yeah, you know? like, there's a grain a, of truth there. Or is it a weird collective consciousness where we're all somehow connected and our brains are all thinking the same thing? Yeah, I mean, it like, could be. Everybody uh, yeah. has you a know? dream where your your teeth yeah. are falling out. Everybody has yeah. a dream where you show up to work naked or school naked. Well, like, and, like, why did I just come? Like, there's some weird connection to this. So, like, are all our imaginations like really thinking of lizard like people? Like feeding and into speaking a of yeah, of, some speaking of, yeah. of that type of of 
scenario. Uh, I mean, think about it if if it, if it, if you think about simulation theory or like something like the Matrix. You know, uh, there are going to be ghost fragments of code that are floating around that are going to just that, that attach themselves to everything right, that right. that we're all going to end up experiencing because they're just floating through the simulation or the fucking illusion motherboard that we're all plugged into if we're just fucking batteries in some robot machine, right? God, but don't say that. Oh. But like. Uh, that makes a lot of sense as to why, like, whether you're, you're seeing shit or not, if you, I don't know. I think yeah. that. Well, and again, not to go crazy with it, but it goes back to the Mandela effect at a certain point, right? Like, there's something, there's some shared thing that gets stuck. Yeah, there is like some bears, weird shared. It's just there. It's a weird, you know, and, and, and it's worldwide. Like, it's not just a United States thing or a, like, it, it's a thing. It's a global consciousness. And. And it happens, and there's yeah. proof like, of it. I believe in shadow people. Do I believe shadow people are shadow people? I don't know about that, but no, I believe but you know people what? are seeing shadow people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know you what can't I mean? call a liar. I don't. Right. I don't know what the shadow person is. If it's like this mm-hmm. weird gray area of consciousness and sleep, mm-hmm. and right. somehow you're projecting that. But yeah. Like, yeah, I believe. Is it an entity? You know, yeah. Is it an actual shadow person? That's yeah, like or is it just people? Yeah. like yeah. part of our lizard brain? You wake up suddenly because while you were sleeping, you heard a noise, and your lizard brain is putting a threat there. Exactly. Yeah. Instinct. Yeah, you know, yeah. That's yeah. built in. It will never disappear. So yeah, it's I'm, I'm. So I don't really can, and I feel like I've crafted this ideology over the years of going from like straight believer. Like, if you were to talk to me 10 years, I'd be like, oh, there's fucking lizard people, goddamn Illuminati, <laughs> it's all real, this is crazy. Oh, yeah, man, like, uh, fucking <laughs> mysterious, or not, uh, fuck, what is the that show? Ancient Aliens used to be my favorite fucking yeah. show. And then and like, that shit's dumb as fuck. Yeah, oh, and, Jesus, but, yeah. like, it's like the more you dive into it and the more, like, look, like, realistic you look at it and the more you read and everything, I'm like, okay, like, let's fucking pull the reins back, try and separate the fact from... Fiction, sure, or and delusion, I, as the case yeah, may be. Yeah, or yeah, or delusion for sure. But I wouldn't. I'm not a believer, and I'm not a non-believer. I'm just kind of like in this weird, yeah, which is just yeah. so fucking easy. To. Somewhere just so, well, because like, you know okay, you're a fence yeah. sitter, you can go either way. It's right? like okay, yeah, yeah, that's an easy position to take. You like, must be an agnostic. I would okay. say it's somewhere between being an uh, open-minded skeptic and a skeptical believer. Yeah, you know? yeah. I, I'm I mean, a skeptical. Yeah. I'm a skeptical believer, is what I would like to say. So, yeah. but. I'm fucking very skeptical of this lady. <laughs> I know I'm a little skeptical too. I still uh, and I figured that would be a conversation for us because it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, as much as you. Again, you know, we say time and time and again, if a UFO landed in my backyard and Jesus stepped out, I'd go, "All right, fuck, I'm listening. Mm-hmm. I'm paying attention." Yeah. But till that happens. Well, and I yeah, just don't I mean, want to be hoodwinked. I don't want to yeah. be fucking hoodwinked. Having somebody be like, <laughs> "Yeah, <laughs> trick and, them," and here and you are, dumbass, falling line hook, line and sinker because, like, I feel like when I was like 15, 20... I was just like, oh my fucking God. They got me. They got well, like me again. When September 11th happened, I was like, mm-hmm. it was yeah. an inside job. It was all this. And, you know, part of me, there's, some, I think there's still some questionable things about that. That's interesting. But, I almost had an article about that. I was going to. But, like, like, I was just so into it without any sort of critical thinking whatsoever. Yeah. And once you apply critical thinking to it, it's like, uh, well. I and, think once you get into the phenomenon in general, um, like, 
and there because there's a significant amount of conspiracism that comes along with it right like a huge part of this is that they're working with the government and the government knows more than they're telling us and the government well the government always knows more than they're telling us yeah, but right, right. but um i think uh it, it's really easy to go down that garden path to where you'll fucking believe anything and yeah. then the next thing you know you're a fucking QAnon person or yeah. something. Well, and, yeah, and yeah. Dude, it's so easy to manipulate somebody that's so all it, about it. Really like, is. Yeah. And yeah. I well, you, well and, and we can move on, but it, it's funny. So you say that, you know, and I think even aside from it being weird, you know, because that's what we're into and that's what we talk about and that's what this podcast is about. But when you look at just common sense knowledge and how people research and look at things, there's a meme I saw the other day that has a picture of scientists and it says underneath um, scientists doing COVID research. And then underneath that is an anti-vaxxer doing COVID research. And it's some chick on a shitter checking her phone. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Yeah. You, you, you yeah. got to have some conscious knowledge and research about you and want to know the truth and want to not get fed in, like you said, hook, line, and sinker. Because yeah. it doesn't get you anywhere. What yeah. are you going to do with that? And yeah. you've got to realize that like you can have a healthy distrust of the man and still like understand that. Um, Agreed. Agreed. You don't know fucking shit about anything. Yeah. But at least you you're know. trying. Yeah. At like, least I feel good about myself because I'm turning off the local news and I'm or the cable TV and I'm trying to find something that validates something that I heard. Yeah. I just think right? I just think you got to look at it like, okay, what? Like the guy that's like, oh yeah, the Greys are on the thirty first level of Dulce, New Mexico underground base. It's like, okay, well, how do you know that? Well, fucking. David Icke told me. You know, and like, then immediately right, it's like, exactly. oh, Jesus. No. Or like, you know, yeah, how, yeah, do you, right. how do you know this? Yeah. How yeah. do you know this? Yeah. And it's like... Tell me where you find this out. Let and, me, and, let me and, find and this. And, everything, and I guarantee you, anything he would... Oh, oh, I've got a bunch of literature for you. Everything oh, you I guarantee do. you he'd send you would be... Well, and I, I mean... And we've had people on the show like that. Oh, I've got pictures. I got this. I got this. Well, send them to us. And we get them. And then we're going, ah, I... Like, what? What is that? Yeah, and I mean, it really goes back to like, I want to believe. Absolutely. I want to believe. Absolutely. I don't want to believe bullshit, though. But I right. don't believe bullshit. Yeah. I've, yeah. And so it's like, you know. It's a fine if you, line. If you're going to get into this world that we're in, critical thinking is key. <laughs> yeah. Ap- yeah. Yeah, because most of it is bullshit. Yeah. Like, most whether whether intentional or not. <laughs> yeah, and, and you yeah. know what's crazy is like, 95% of it is probably bullshit. But, you know, the thing is, is one of those UFO sightings has to be real. Just one. Out yeah. Out of the thousands, if not millions. That's all it takes. That's, that's, all, it takes. Sightings that's all it takes. It's just one of those has to be real I, to make it. It's the one guy that sense. discovered um, penicillin. I, just I, took one. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's all it takes. Yeah. And I think the problem is that there's like a circuit and like all the cons and everything that you can go to and that like where people start making a fairly decent living. Oh, yeah going and talking about their research and and it sounds oh. at first brush like they they did it like whoa fuck you're telling me shit i don't even know about and then all of a sudden it's like oh you don't really know about it either you're just making a shitload of assumptions and maybe making some of the shit up mm-hmm. you know i mean Corey good and david wilcox i mean they yeah have oh, david found wilcox, they oh have God. found a living on those circuits and graham and hancock challenge. is another one yeah, yeah absolutely. It's like, but it's a slippery slope for sure i guess yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like we well, there can you talk go. There's a girl forever. with the <laughs> yeah. I think we can for sure. But I mean, that's an interesting conversation. It you know? is I, very interesting for our, our listeners. Like, it's one of those things. I think all we want our listeners or anybody that you know listens to this podcast is just 
just got just fucking go out there and try to find it more in than in one tiny little corner. Mm-hmm. Find it in different sources. Well, Look and that's at it, research it. That's think about it. One thing that I think is great about more mainstream uh, media outlets starting to take this phenomenon seriously again is because you can get some like more reputable sourced more reputably sourced information about this stuff than from someone like david ike who's written like 500 books about it you know yeah. what i mean that are all and, like, full of shit. like 13 hours yeah story. or a book from like 1978 that you know doesn't yeah. know shit from shinola for what it is yeah as cool as it is it's still you know educated educated for it's sure. not that hard Anyway, we digress. So, uh, did I do a good job stalling because my other stories suck? No, no, you're, you're, no, you're great. Yeah. Oh, well, I thought so. I did a good job stalling because <laughs> my other stories suck. But yeah, that's me. And, you know, if anybody has anything to say, come uh, let, let us know. Like, Come at me, bro. You know, if, yeah. if, if you think, you know, what I just said or any of us just said is... Absolutely. Yeah, write us. ...ridiculous or yeah. if you're like, yeah... Yeah, strangejungles totally at gmail.com. Yeah, send know. the hate mail to John Finnegan. NJ <laughs> yeah. at gmail.com. <laughs> We're always one for a conversation. I, and you know what? Again, maybe it's something where I will always have my mind open on anything. Yeah. If I read something or I hear something and I'm like, oh, that is fucking interesting. I, the mind is not closed. And no. when you shut it down, that's when you're kind of fucked. Yeah, well, my mind's so. open, but not open enough to where my brains fall out. Yeah. Try. Yeah. It. My mind's open, but it's not fucking oh, general. What's wrong here, dude? There's something come out of here. Oh my god! <laughs> it's happening. That's <laughs> here. Not again. <laughs> well. So anyway, I'm gonna stick on this UAP task force shit Do it. because this is like yeah. the most interesting thing to me. Um, so there is a UAP task force directives for fiscal year 2022, hmm. and so there is supposed to be a 90 day update from the uh, UAPTF. From the um, initial release, From right? the initial release. Okay. There's supposed to be a 90-day update. And whether it's classified or not was unclear was due after the UAP task force release in June. So now thanks to Twitter user, new, a- new UAP task force directive for fiscal year 2022 have been identified. Um, and I'm going to try and kind of get through this fairly quickly because it's just kind of boring it's just like those government documents but uh it's like one appropriate committees the term appropriate committees of congress includes so these are all the the people that are included on it a the congressional intelligence committees the committee on armed service of the senate the committee on armed service of the house of representatives two unidentified aerial phenomena task force uh Means the task force established by the Department of Defense on August 4, 2020, to be led by Department of the Navy under the Office Under Secretary of Defense for Intelligence and Security. Um, kind of blah, blah, blah a little bit. Okay. Just like fucking boring and it's hard to read. But in general, not later than 90 days after the date of the enactment of this act and not less frequently than quarterly thereafter. So there should be an update quarterly on this, which is cool, hopefully. Okay, so for how long? Does it specify? Um, The Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon Task Force or such other entity as the Deputy Secretary of Defense may designate to be responsible for matters relating to unidentified aerial phenomena shall submit to the appropriate committees of Congress quarterly reports on the findings of the Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon Task Force or such other designated entity as the case may be. It doesn't really Hmm. give like a length. 
Um, and it shall include a minimum all reported on if on a, all reported unidentified aerial phenomenon related events that occurred during the previous ninety days, and all reported unidentified aerial phenomenon related events that occurred during a time period other than the previous ninety days, but were not included in an earlier report. Holy shit! Okay, so I mean, it's just a bunch of. God, it's so boring to read, and I'm so sorry for reading some of it. But but at least they're staying on. At least they're setting down some cadence. But to yeah, say, hey, so we you know. so hopefully we will be getting a quarterly report from the UAP. Interesting. Okay. Um, and well, let's yeah. flag our calendars and watch for it. I mean, that's really you know hold them to it. I guess accountable till they feel like it's yeah you know meant. I I don't know. And I mean you know. You know Hopefully it's not a bunch of nothing burger, but I mean, I, mm. I, I really think we've gone, gotten past like the Project Blue Book, Project Grudge type stuff. Like I, I agree. Like the Condon report and everything. Mm. I feel like I, I we, I feel like we've integrated. turned a, a, a new leaf, and I think that's some people. I'm sure in the UFO community are probably like, well, this is just another Project Blue Book. It gets blown up for a little I don't, bit, but, I, but I don't think so. I don't think that's. I honestly case. think we're just too far advanced in the way of like technology right. that like it's kind of past that point well like, and there's also, too many regular people now like aware of this like, yeah because back yeah. in the 50s 60s there was no internet like the regular person didn't no. even hear about this yeah yeah now it just wasn't you know out there. it's on it's all over mainstream media so so the bad thing with this number one is you, we have technology behind us and things get convoluted at a certain point. The good thing with that is we have technology behind us and things will come to fruition more than they would, like you said, in the 50s, 60s. I don't think this is a blue book thing. I don't think this is – I think we've made grounds. The problem is we've got bigger fish to fry as a country and a society with a pandemic and these other things. And there's part of me that sits here and thinks – what's their game on their side? Are they going to try to put that into play and go, okay, you know, they're, we're going to slowly leak this stuff up because nobody's going to pay attention because we got all this shit over here that mm -hmm. we're more worried about. And so it's good timing. Does that make sense? Yeah. Rather than, and that's my concern is that it will get, even though it's making progress, it's better than it ever has been. It still will get sweeped underneath the door somehow. Yeah. So there was actually a, Air Force general that was asked about, let me see if I can find this real quick. He was asked about like the UAP situation and like, you know, what, what his take on it was. Mm -hmm. And basically paraphrasing, he was basically like, yeah, this is something that interests the Air Force. Um, you know, we, we want to look into it, but. And when they come out vocal like that, Especially somebody high-end. There's something to say about that, I feel. Yeah, and I mean, he's like... So, Brian Bender, uh, he's with Politico. And he was with... He was associated with, like, the New York Times 2017 stuff. And he reported that the U.S. Air Force News Secretary, Frank Kendall, said the following about UFOs. I've given a great deal of thought to defending American airspace, but not against UFOs. If asked to do that, then we will do it. This is a thing that's been around for a great many years. Um, and the quote goes on. But um, it's in everybody's mind. Mm -hmm. yeah. and But also, I mean, yeah. there's so many other things to think about as far as defense 
versus like some anomaly. Oh, dude, it's huge. Mm-hmm. It, it's not like just oh, there's this closure out. Like it, it's it's a fucking national threat in a way. Yeah, in a world threat. If this is a, like that first hour you're reading, you know, if that's how you look at it and that's the perspective you're looking at it from, it's a fucking thing, mm-hmm. and we shouldn't not just not pay attention to it. Yeah. So. You know. Yeah, or ridicule people that are trying to report shit that they've actually seen, right? So that they right. don't. Exactly. Yeah. There's I mean, a part two of that whole thing. Mm. Interesting, huh? Yeah. Um, how are we looking on time? Um, we're looking okay. We got time for one more article, and then we can roll into Patreon. Is that good? Uh, yeah. Just a quick question for the group: Do we want to do save the stories for Patreon? Or do we want and talk about that uh, UFO documentary now? Or do we want to save the UFO documentary for Patreon? Yeah, it's up to you, buddy. Whichever way you want to go. I think they're both valid. Uh, I'm going to save this story for Patreon. Um, but we, so I don't know if you guys know, you guys meaning the listeners. I know you guys know because we uh, watched uh, it. Wait, wait. But um, <laughs> uh, so there's a new U- documentary on Showtime called UFO. Um, which was produced and directed by J.J. Abrams. Um, And it does cover a lot of what we've been talking about today uh, really well. Like it's, on the one hand, it's kind of just another um, UFO documentary that's just done really well. But on the other hand, they they had some fresh faces on there. Like they talked to uh, Diana Walsh-Pasulka a lot, um, the lady that wrote American Cosmic, which I recommend everyone read. It's it's really, book. really good. Great book. Um, and, uh, you know, it's like a UFO or a perspective of, of hunting for UFOs from an academic who had no skin in the game and was just along for the ride. So it's like pretty unbiased and, and yeah, pretty she's interesting. she's in like Catholic, like mm. religious studies. And everything. Yeah, she was and, a, yeah. A, a religious scholar. Mm. Um but I, I thought it was really well done. Yeah, and John Greenwald is in it too from mm-hmm. Black Vault, which it's good to see him getting some recognition. Um, it was very well done. It's finally, it's nice to see a UFO show that has a budget. Yeah, like, <laughs> for a change. And you might have mentioned this, J.J. Abrams, right? J.J. Mm-hmm. Abrams, okay. yeah. Yeah, so he's behind it. Yeah, um, so everything looks really nice with lots of lens flares, but that I, I didn't think there was a lot of like, reenactment type footage you know what i mean so it wasn't like slick like movie type stuff it was mostly like the the this is the footage that people have given us with along with their witnessing Mm -hmm. report right Mm -hmm. um and then they they get into a lot of like uh to the stars academy and what happened with those guys and um you know how the the navy couldn't decide it or not the navy but uh the pentagon couldn't decide if lou alzondo was a janitor or the director of a program and all that kind of stuff and <laughs> i don't think none of us can. um but <laughs> so it was problem. it was really good um was now, there was anything that six part is that right? uh, four, four part four part okay yeah so my only kind of qualm with it is they just showed a lot of proven false ufo footage mm so in it, they show a ton of UFO footage, and some of it's really cool, but, but some of it, I know personally, like, I'm like, that's Billy Meyer shit. That uh, is a Billy Meyer photograph. That's a Billy Meyer video. Like, that is right. 100% not real. Yeah. Explain so, Billy Meyer for the listeners. Uh, Billy Meyer, Billy Meyer is a, he's a Swiss German, I believe, European, and he 
basically runs a UFO cult in Europe, and oh, he, he claims okay. he claims to have all these pictures. Like and they're like the most amazing UFO pictures you'd ever so, see. So of course they're fake. So they're definitely fake. I mean they are. <laughs> it's a shit. Um, God damn he it. He claims that yeah. like he claims that he was visited by this one guy and then like later on he died and he was visited by another one and they would take him on their ships and he claims to have pictures of the dinosaurs and he's claimed to time travel. Oh, Jesus Christ. With one arm. So he's a very reputable source. I mean yeah, and, and it's basically like, like those shit he said is and his photos and videos have been debunked by like people that have yeah anyone who and knows like, how to use Photoshop yeah, that's not, basically that's not real. You mean people debunk dinosaur are, pictures? These are models, and so they showed a lot of that's that. That's a bummer. I did not. They know showed that. the rock of Gibraltar, which is used to be one of the craziest UFO videos I've ever seen. Um, that was hoaxed. So it's just man, it, it's it, really it, shit. It's isn't like it? it's like with this. With, with great power topic. comes great responsibility, JJ. Yeah, it's just like with this topic, like, it's so hard to know what's real, especially in the age of hoaxing and, like, yeah. how well, like, you know, our, our iPhone can it, take such great mm, videos. And, and, and it doesn't just stop at UFOs. It, it's everything. Like, it, there's a show on Travel Chat. I'm not going to name it, but I, I really do like it, but it is hit and miss, and I realize that it's a 70-30, 80-20 that yeah. it's fucking flat out fake and somebody, oh, it's these home videos and, and some of them are so, but like you said, nowadays with technology and what, it, it that line has been erased. Mm. And boy, yeah, you can you make a eye, convincing UFO video on your phone if you have like the free version of Photoshop, basically. Yeah. Yeah. But the show as a whole is fucking awesome. It's so yeah. good. Like, I recommend it to anybody. I was just like, ah, like, because it seems like they have a fair amount of, like, good footage. Yeah. So it's like, just use that. Yeah. Like, you don't need to put in this Billy Meyer. And, like, they use a lot of Billy Meyer stuff, I, I noticed. And I was just like, my Billy Meyer. <laughs> my take on that is that um, JJ is, like, a newbie in this kind of stuff. Yeah. And, or whoever, like, the... Uh, photographic director was and um either didn't know that stuff was all basically proven false or was just like i don't care it looks cool we're not trying to convince people we're just using this to tell the story yeah i think that's what it is it's people trying to make an awesome showtime well it's it's hollywood behind it right yeah Yeah, they're trying to make with great budget comes great responsibility and and they're like oh this is amazing footage this is an amazing picture it's like yeah it's fucking not real. It's amazing but because it was created. I'm sure whoever the artistic director, I don't I mean. But here's I've the thing. I've How many people are going to be you? How many people are going to know that's a Billy Myers thing? Yeah, but that's the you problem I mean? is like people are watching this and trying to take this uh, subject seriously. Digest it, right. right. Trying to like, hey, mm-hmm. I have no idea. You're not helping. I have no idea about the UFO subject. I barely even care, but it's kind of interesting. So I'll watch a show on Showtime. And then all of a sudden you see that and you're like, oh my God, that was an amazing photo of a UFO. There's no way this can't be real. I'm like, oh my God. And it's like, no, it's fucking (laughs) fake. It's from a Swiss dude named Billy Meyer. He's full of shit. And it's like, and they are trying to present this phenomenon in a real way on the Mm -hmm. show. 
And I mean, the show is so well done. I mean, like, I'm like fucking. I feel like I'm splitting hairs here about. Like, well, no, I, I, like I, I think it's, it's a fair, fair thing. I don't like the footage you no, show. Yeah, it's a fair thing to to talk about. I think because you gotta, you kind of brought it up already, but you gotta look at what they think their target audience is, right? And they're, I, I think that their target audience is like people who are kind of new to the subject because of recent news, mm-hmm. and people like us that are already into it, but like maybe not as into it as people like us, but like people who are one step farther down the road than people who just got curious because of the Tic Tac video. Right. Yeah. So there's something for everybody. That's the thing. I yeah. Mean, you know, but I, I, and I think like I keep making jokes about with, with great money comes great responsibility, but it's true. Like they should be taking into account that like they're making this thing and that people who one way or the other are on the precipice of having their world changed. Right. Uh, and so they need to be responsible about what they're including as visual aids to tell the story because if they include a bunch of shit that has been proven to be fake but looks cool, that just undermines their the whole the credibility of the whole project. Oh, it, it discredits everything. That that's a problem. And and yeah, and I so I watched a little bit of the first one. I haven't seen the whole thing. I was excited when you talked about it. And, and again, I think the. You know, the filmography behind it is great. You know, you got big names like J.J. Abrams. You know, it, 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 again, Splitting Hairs, I don't think it's a bad... I mean, for what I could see, it was a, it's a great show. Uh-huh. But it's the same thing. If you got UFO attached to it or cryptids or anything weird attached to it, guaranteed there's going to be a group of people like us who are going to watch it, and they're probably going to know, just like you did. Yep. So there's that side of it, too. Yeah. You I know. think uh, the thing that I liked the most about it, though, I think was kind of the fresh faces as far as pundits go. Like, there was no yeah. Nick Pope. I agree. There was no, right, right. Uh, you know, the dudes that have been on the circuit forever. There were Who's people that have fresh ideas. Like yeah, there was no Giorgio uh, Sokolos. Yeah, but um, but but and and they were people who are much more credible than any of those For guys. Real. Yeah, like we talked about Dana Washpasolka. We talked about John Greenwald. We ta- they had in depth, extensive interviews with a lot of the people that were involved in like the Nimitz encounter and the, um, and yeah, the they other had one. Kevin day on there. Yeah. Um, and Kevin day's interview is really powerful. They, um, they had some new witnesses that are like adults now that witnessed the Phoenix lights when they were kids. Mm. Like the, oh, that's it cool. was fucking well yeah. done. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it, but I'm just, being a little UFO nerd, like, well, actually, that's a, <laughs> well, that's valid. That's not a real thing. Calm down, Urkel. You know, I, I think that's valid, though. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. a valid criticism of a good product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, yeah. Ultimately, it's a great show. Just you know, if I'm gonna fucking just FYI, have, if I'm gonna have one criticism of it, it's like I wish you guys would have just used real footage yeah or footage from everybody's home videos and stuff like i don't know yeah yeah so and you know i wasn't in production i'm that may be harder than well i I think that they were probably from having done like tiny tiny bits of production work i i would imagine that they're just like this looks good so we're going with it yeah i'm sure this dude's like yeah i don't give one flying fuck about ufos i've got this project that i'm doing for this show on Showtime with Nicole Kidman and I'm working on that. So we'll bust mm, yeah. this out and then, yeah, I don't know. 
you well, know, like, I mean, that's, that's wild that's a story now. No, but that's a story nowadays. You know, they always have these little side things going on. That's fine. You know, yeah. but I mean, we're checking out. Um, yeah. Correct uh, me again. Was that on Prime? Showtime. Right? Showtime. Okay. But um, so what I would recommend the listeners do is uh, sign up for the free trial because all the episodes are out right now. Watch that and then cancel. There yeah. you go. And I watched the four episodes in one day because I like yeah. I watched the first episode. <laughs> I was like, well. It's it's very good. Say, say very well you, done. You know what's fucked up is on the app that I gave you guys my password for. It like had all four episodes from the jump, um, but because I was watching it through my actual cable service, I had to wait oh, for really? each of them to air in order. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm yeah. sorry. I watched it all in one day. Yeah, you were like, like oh my amazing. god, this is amazing, and I was like, well, I got to watch episodes one and four, but for some reason, I gotta wait for two and three to come out over the next couple weeks. Hey, but appreciate the hookup, though. You know, hey, you yeah, know, uh, uh, Comcast steals from me, so I steal right back. Uh, very fair enough. That's um, <laughs> I really feel like it did a good job on Phoenix Lights for some reason. Yeah. It, like, sparked my interest so, again, like, I remember being a little kid and that happened. I was like, what the Phoenix fuck? Phoenix Lights is interesting. Phoenix Lights is amazing. I mean, and I know else. they try to have an explanation, and mm-hmm. I just don't buy that explanation one little bit. The flares or whatever, uh, the balloon, like the yeah, balloon yeah. There, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. I wanted that's, to get into that because that dude about. was like, oh yeah, this technology's been around forever, and they were like flying at like Mach ten, and it showed like a document where it said nine point five, and I'm like, in a fucking balloon at three hundred thousand feet, you were flying Mach ten, like how and why aren't we just all traveling in airships instead of? fucking airplanes yeah well like i don't know like i'm just like ah, just don't buy it and i don't know if that's like my own like bias of wanting to believe i'm like there's no way that was that but like people describe that being like a few football fields long Mm -hmm. like and just i don't know like but that was interesting when that was came out i was just yeah because the dude that they're talking to is an engineer who's been working on that technology forever and he's saying all this stuff just like so matter of factly, not like it's like a wild revelation to your average person. Yeah, he's like, and the show itself is just like, oh yeah, there's that, and just keeps keeps it moving. <laughs> just, just and you're just like, wait, Mach ten? Let's do an entire show on that. <laughs> what the right. fuck? Yeah. Well, that's funny. So just for the listeners too, FYI, so we covered the Phoenix Lights um, back in season three. Yeah, it was so a, it was a minute ago. Yeah, so it was uh, July 2020. We covered it, and it was fun because I, it was one of those things, like you said. You know, you were a kid when it happened. I, you know, I remember hearing about it, and and it just there's so many little loose ends to it that yeah, that um, was when we were still easy. doing more YouTube stuff, and I spliced together a Kurt Russell montage in the middle of that. Oh, so you know, right. yeah. if y'all get uh torqued up for for Kurt Dog, there you go. Go check that out on YouTube. Go check that one out. Yeah, no, all cool. Um, we're checking out then for sure. Absolutely. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah. I think yeah. So. Uh, do it for free if you don't already have Showtime, just because. Fuck them. But yeah, right. for sure. Right. Got it. Um, you know, other than Patreon, we're gonna stand by for Patreon. We're gonna cover a couple more news stories. Uh, yeah. I got speaking a quick of little giving assholes on money, that uh, yeah, right. That uh, I really want to see. Speaking of things on TV, and, and it's just real quick. This is a new movie that I've been waiting for because it's been in the making for quite a bit now, and it actually is called. The Old Ways. And it's on Netflix. And it's, Sounds uh, you very know, familiar. I'm a horror movie guy. I know you guys really aren't much, but 
it goes back into like you about? folklore. Love horror movies. Well, you, yeah, John is. I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm the odd man out here. Yeah, I got it. That's fine. Um, but it is called Old Ways, and it is a folklore horror movie. Uh, great writers, great script. Uh, can't wait to see it. It actually, Rotten Tomatoes gave it 100%. No? Not saying Rotten Tomatoes is, you know. I mean, that's pretty but, impressive. Horror you know. films usually get like 10%. Uh, yeah, yeah, they usually uh, don't do well. And I so. haven't seen anything that was like 100% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes that was like Very, bad, very few. You know? Yeah, exactly. So, anyway, on Netflix, always check it out. Um, that will end the show for regular listeners. Patreon, stand by for more content. We've got a couple more uh, news reports to give you. Uh, you can find us if you have a suggestion, you want to go ahead and write us, or you have an idea for, you have a tale to tell, you have a uh, uh, info subject you want us to talk about, by all means. You can hey, if you just us. want to waste Shane's time just to say hi, yeah, you can go do for that it. Too. Go ahead and just say hi. Try to spell it right if you can. Um, Strangejungles at gmail.com. Or you can call us at 801-252-69-45. The dolphin never gets old. Uh, and call us with your stories or your recommendations, whatever you want to do. But uh, we do have a hotline for that. Uh, and we, that's fucking god-awful. That's god-awful. That. It's so awesome. So <laughs> it's better than when you try to do it on the phone every fucking time. Yeah. It's like, oh, ads. <laughs> anyway. Where are we at on uh, social media? Oh, fuck. We're at places. Uh, We're on uh, Instagram and Facebook at Strange Uncles Podcast. We're on Twitter at Strange Uncles. We're on YouTube. We have a channel. You should subscribe to it. I'll put something new up there at some point. Um, Bandcamp? No, we're not on there. No, no. I think that's about it. (laughs) Is that about it? Okay. Scratch Bandcamp. Um, that was our news. Stand by. We have actually have guests lined up. We have two guests lined up for September. Uh, we got Mark Forantino coming back, which if you guys remember him, it was mind blowing his yeah. whole idea and theory. So it's really kind of cool. I feel like we kind of touch a little tipberg uh, mm-hmm. iceberg on that because he had all kinds of stuff going on. Uh, and we have other things lined up along with some originals and a Patreon standby, hopefully for a round table. One of these days, we just got to get it kind of scheduled. But um, that was news. Someday when the children are grown. Uh, all right. So you guys got anything? Well, let's uh, see everybody on Patreon. All right. Close the gates.